Yeah, so you're welcome to our talk show. And today we'll be talking about the falling oil prices. And I know that you guys are like experts in that area. Talking about crude oil prices, especially the business aspect. That's you, Mr. Fami. And when it comes up to the technical aspect of things too, we have Mr. Femi too on one hand. So the floor is open for discussion. We just want to talk about how this present regime of crude oil prices would affect the global economy, especially from the point of view that we have a whole thing on our hands. That's the COVID-19 pandemic yeah. that's ravaging the globe. And so we know this is not business as usual. Every single country is focusing on fighting the pandemic. All their efforts would be on COVID for now. But after this, we know that the global economy would definitely be affected. IMF released uh, a bulletin, I think, last week that we are actually in for a recession. In fact, we've, we, we are in a recession presently. Right yeah and so what's your take on this how do you think the present oil prices would change this whole thing okay um thank you so for me i would say it has huge implications on the microeconomy okay and so if you want to start from the preamble i think right now all is about 20 dollars between 20 to 25 dollar per barrel. Okay. Hmm. WTI and even the Brent crude. The Brent crude, yeah. I mean, just between 20 to 22 dollar per, per barrel. And recall that America pumps about 12 million barrels per day, hmm. and they get most of those most uh, most of the production from hydraulic fracking. Oh yeah. And for for you to frack, your break-even price right now is 30 dollar. I'm not even talking about your profits, just your break-even price. Wow. For you to frack is $30 per barrel. And given that oil sells for $22 per barrel right now, so most fracking companies in America, they've actually filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. And so you, you know what it is. So one, it's going to affect the banks because those companies will not be able to pay their debts. Mm-hmm. That's one. There will be loss of job, and also the bank will also it may also affect the bank, given that um, hydraulic fracking it's it's a huge business that involves lots of capital. Oh yeah. And yeah. so on the macro level, it will affect the macro. And recall, it is the macro that also affects the micro. Yeah. And that's GDP. why. Um, and yeah, balance. and that is why Trump, President Trump, is coming up with a stimulus package because when when you're in recession, so one of the ways that you come out of recession is when the government um, stimulates the economy. The economy and you only yes. stimulate the economy by pumping any money into the economy. Then at that point, interest rates will be low. No, so yeah. because you want to encourage consumption, so we we are trying to encourage consumption that means you are encouraging production that means people will go back to work so the, so the multiplier effect is that the, the the it will increase the gdp because okay. you only go into recession when you record negative gdp within two yeah. quarters 
like say if you have if the gdp in this quarter is negative and the gdp in the next quarter is negative then so when you record two consecutive um, negative gdp so that's recession so in order to like quickly get out of it so that's why um president trump is coming up with and it's stimulus stimulus package. package so i believe with so i believe with good fiscal policy and money with good fiscal policy and monetary policy then it will um uh, it will help the country to like um get back to its feet however it is predicted that 30 percent of job in america that there will be 30 percent unemployment rates as a result of this, uh, this um COVID 19. wow that's really unprecedented and it's huge yeah if i if i it, because I mean, from what different people have been saying so far, um, I, I think the consequence of this COVID-19 may be far more than the um, Great Depression of, of um, 1929. Yeah. Wow. No, even I mean, the, I mean, you know, the in American history. Yeah, apart from that one that you just talked about, the Great the the Great Depression, Depression. the one that happened in two thousand eight. Oh, the two thousand eight. Like, that huge yeah, recession. it has yeah. been the worst in America's in America's history, and experts have predicted that this present one may worse might be than worse than the twenty eighteen one. Two thousand and eight recession. Uh, sorry, yeah. So that's my position. That's why they quickly try to come up with uh, fiscal and monetary policy in order to like quickly get the country back on track. Man, that's I can't say it's it's depressing to hear that, but that's yeah. the that's the fact. It is, and, and recall again. So out of the twelve million barrels that America pumps daily, um, I think a huge, a substantial part of it is gotten through hydraulic fracking. I so yeah. now imagine the loss of job and the multiplier effects because it when you look at the hydraulic fracking business the mainstream business it has a lot of value chain mm-hmm. so just imagine the um the multiplier effects within a context of value uh, value chain mm-hmm. so lots of jobs because millions of billions of dollars gonna go down the drain well uh sorry uh i think it's it's a it should be a really huge loss you know, globally, because, you know, I, just to add to what uh, Mr. Fami, for what he said, mm-hmm. you know, I must say, because even China, you know, it's in record is, we know that China, they are the number one major crude oil importer. Importer, Roughly yes. about 10 million barrel of oil per day. So looking at this coronavirus issue, then you will know that flights are cancelled, you know, no one is using their cars, you know, businesses are locked down. So definitely, you know, we have more supply than demands. And the reason why we have so much loss is because uh, so much drop in prices because no one wants to buy oil and they keep producing every day. So when you keep producing every day, you don't have a place to store this oil, Mm. you know, then you, you, it, it becomes a mess. And the reason why, uh, all these major oil companies are trying to bring down their prices or why these prices uh this price is so regulated is just because they just want to find a way to empty some of this oil at okay. least if you can buy this oil at this also price Ooh. then 
So it's about demand and supply. And as it is, one pandemic and, you know, factories and every other thing. I just feel that it's, it's, a, it's a huge blow and I pray that this thing doesn't go on and on to the next two or three months because we don't know what we are going to face. Yeah, that would be very devastating. Yeah, Mr. K, do you want to say something? Yeah, I think they said the most important thing there. So, like we've been saying, it's, it will really have a devastating effect on um, so many um, countries. And um, especially for countries that rely solely on oil. You know, there are some of these countries might still try, although it's affecting everybody, but some of them can still make money from other sources based on for some other countries that we know you know that make money from oil solely they will be badly affected like serious so it's 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 not good news in any way we, we just hope that countries do the right thing like i read or oh, i saw somewhere that um president trump was trying to meet will try to meet with i think he said he met with them yesterday you know the saudi arabia and, and russia, russia. the guys into the that were into this oil and major suppliers of oil. Yeah, if the big guys. Way, if there's a way, maybe they cut in their they cut their production so they yeah. increase prices so that these countries like no, countries that we know can still make money. Those that are relying on oil solely and even the United States, because from what Safami said, we know all these hydraulic fracking companies are already bankrupt. So if the price of oil increases globally. At least maybe the states can still make more money and maybe these countries can come back to business. It's it's really a tough one. Um, It's really a bad time for the world right now. Going through COVID, trying to solve the problem of COVID, and then there's um, a looming serious crisis of uh, economic uh, Economic recession. Economic crisis, yes. It's really something to think about. Hmm. Sorry, please just say, I I just want to like quickly chip this one in. Um, Because you mentioned President Trump. Sorry, I, I don't know how you guys perceive him, but Trump Trump is a pathological liar. And, <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, you can say that, bro. You can say that. It's yeah, he's, say a, that. he's a pathological yeah. liar. So he doesn't really have any integrity. And I don't think, because he, he always claims that he knows, just like him saying that he wants to like interfere into the rift between the Saudis and the Russians. And the Russians. But... Please don't, don't don't expect anything from. Yeah. when when this I mean the, I mean this coronavirus thing would not have gotten into this point if Trump had taken if he had been more proactive from from on site because when the signals came in in January, so Trump was going about campaigning that this is another democratic hoax that mm-hmm. there's nothing like um coronavirus yeah. and he kept lying and saying that at some point he said oh that by February, by april that coronavirus will just just go away <laughs> yeah but yeah but i think some of his supporters were saying that um the democrats were distracting him with its impeachment and all those kind of things and he still made moves to. Yeah, I said a lot of complicity. So Trump is not somebody that has any integrity. Mm. Well, well, that is true. Sorry if I may chip this in. 
uh, even looking at looking at one of the factors also because since we are still looking at the reasons uh, what are what will be the impact and why do we have this fall in oil price if you if we look at the the, the war between Russia and the kingdom the Saudi Arabia you know we could see that the cost of their production the the, the capex which is called the capital expenditure and the OPEX, which is the operating expenditure for Russia and Saudi Arabia, is very low. So, which means that they can even produce, they can make profit at the rate of ten dollar per barrel. Yeah. You know, so so this trade war, you know, you know the 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 COVID is one thing on its own, mm. but the trade war also is another is another major impact. Even though even though we come back to normal. With this COVID, it's it's it was it was still you know so we still have a plunge yeah and and and, and countries such as Germany countries such as India and these countries who who depend on importing oil and China they'll be solely affected even our own very country Nigeria what we do is to to export yeah. you know to export our crude oil and we and we buy at a very expensive rate yeah this thing this thing will really affect the country those african countries who depend revenue right yeah. is mainly on oil just imagine you are selling oil at the rate of 30 dollars look at the impact on the nigerian economy so i i uh, the 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 war between russia and uh, the Saudis. And, uh, and saudi arabia will, will play major impact in in the global and the global scheme of things economy right wow yeah another thing to consider is we're talking about the global economy but i'm sure that if you have a car if you go out today you'd see the price of gas it's as cheap as anything i think i was i was walking by and i saw 67 per liter that'd be about two dollars for a gallon or thereabout yeah and 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 the last time the last time the record that record was i think maybe <laughs> maybe like 15 years ago <laughs> maybe, maybe like when even, as, as in maybe like 15 years ago that <laughs> they had the kind of price amount because even here we i bought uh gas here for like 64 cents i was like wow <laughs> 64 cents per per liter Wow. And that's when <laughs> although it's a way it's a way to it's a way to relieve the, the consumers, but mm. but who is buying this oil? Nobody's buying this oil. Everybody yeah. is in lockdown, everyone yeah. is at home. So, <laughs> so no matter how they keep dropping it down, they keep reducing the price even to 30 cents. And who is gonna buy Nobody's it? Gonna no buy one. It. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but they, let, let's even assume now that that okay that's everybody can now go out and resume to our normal lives mm-hmm. but, but the fact remains that and let's also assume that all things being equal that they still sell oil at the rate that it is today so it has two implication mm-hmm. in the short run consumers will have more money than the pocket because mm-hmm. they are buying at a, at a discount yeah mm. and can i use that money to for some other stuff yeah to like do other stuff and all that but in the long run it will also come back 
the same consumers will pay more for it because mm. what's happening between the saudis and the russian and the russians it's it's temporary it just they're trying to like gain because it's one thing to sell at an x amount and it's another thing for you to gain market share and so the most important thing in oil business is you gaining the market share and so that's the i mean that's the crux of the rift between the, um, both of them just like what maybe said earlier that even at ten dollar per guys gonna make profits so the race right now is about market share, market share and yeah. part of the reason why president trump is trying to intervene into this whole thing is because in of america to come back to producing normally then it needs to like interfere because if not then america will now revert to the status quo of importing, importing. Mm. and america has you know and i don't think it will pay so that's why i say so that, that's part of the implication in the long run because if america starts importing now then it will wreck america's economy, economy in yeah. because billions of dollars has been invested mm. into the developing business. america's oil and gas infrastructure yeah in terms of trying to like produce locally and um exporting as well exactly. so, mm. america wants to ensure at all times that oil sells at a certain price mm. where american companies will be able to like make profits okay. and also because when it, when they make profits then they were able to like service their debts with their, with their respective nice. banks mm. so that means at that point their cash flow is guaranteed yeah. and if otherwise then it will have serious implications for the american economy yeah um sorry 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 to cut in and to i just want to add this also you know we also need to look at uh the political factor mm. because you, know, you see that uh, the democrats they are advo- they are the advocate of climate they understand energy yeah they understand so and this you know for the Amer- for the american is going to be a devastating it's going to be so devastating for the economy because they they are trying to look at the way they can ban fracking and you know when you ban the when you ban the fracking in america then you like going back oh, to you mean one. the, so the maybe, democrats are trying to look for a way to ban fracking exactly yeah yeah so if, if, if i don't i don't i don't know if you guys uh during the the debate the democratic debate of Elizabeth Warren and uh, even what was this man called uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. They, they were like saying that man, the life of the people matters a lot. America, they are like cowboys. They don't sing. They don't. They don't care. Or this is just to 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 hit the rock mm-hmm. and to get the, and to get what they want and they and they leave the place. They don't. They don't consider. So, but Democrats, they they just want the people's life to be you know to be valued because of the toxic the toxic the chemicals. You know that the residents in, around around the the producing areas they inhibit and you know how the how it destroys the water. So if you look at if you look at the political factor, that would be that would play a major impact in you know in the, also in the fall in oil price. Yeah, but um, but then even if they want to do that, can it be very drastic? Like because if the Democrats would go ahead with their plans, let's say something happens and they were allowed to go through with their policies, 
um that will still affect the american people especially the oil guys so and um it will affect the economy in a bad way no matter what except they have some um intervention um, policies that have that are at a genius level that can quickly turn around the economy i think one argument against um these um clean alternatives is because for now they are very expensive yeah they are so that's the um the, that's the argument against it like if you say you want to use alternative sources of power or energy it's still expensive mm-hmm. now the technology is not yet making it very it's, it's still apart from you know, people so being expensive sorry apart from people being expensive so most of those technology cannot drive heavy industries Mm. Like exactly. some of the power that you, that you generate from renewables, you can't you, you can only use it for like maybe drive around and light industries, but you can't use those power. Domestic those power, use. yeah, just for domestic use. Mm. So, but it's still at um the at a, st- a, a limitation stage. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's it because um, to me, I just feel that. Uh, the you know if they ban this oil and the you know uh, sorry if they ban this fracking and mm-hmm. they just said oh they want to look at the alternative source like as you said they they end up spending more because they need to build infrastructure they need to build exactly. infrastructure yeah they spend more so I think although it's it's really not realistic you understand and even looking at the situation of things now. And looking at the amount of money that the you know American American economy has lost, you understand. Mm. So it's it, it's not something they can. It won't be their major or it won't be their first agenda, mm. even though the Democrat enters. Yeah. So I just feel that at least you know they will just go back on their word. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those talking points to entice exactly. your. Um, exactly. Party members, yeah. so that they can vote for you. Your fan base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. And the truth is that even if Democrat, let's even assume that okay, in this coming in, in the coming election, and let's even assume that Democrat wins, uh, because America, I mean, the bottom line, the bottom line in America is about the money. The it's about capitalism. So mm-hmm. even if let's let's even assume that. Um, Bernie Sanders, let's assume that okay, that Bernie Sanders wins the election. Okay. He can't really <laughs> ban like fracking overnight. It's not possible because fracking has like it's like the <laughs> it mainstay of the economy exactly. now. Yeah, the mainstream, so, yeah. So he can't really, he can't. Mm. He, I mean, so the, the the only thing they can do is to now come up with a lot of a lot of um regulations environmental okay, regulation okay, yes. in order to like reduce the effects yeah of the fracking thing but america would know what given what's going on between china america and russia mm-hmm. so for america to be in order for them to be competitive power why exactly because oil i mean oil politics is part of oh, what oh, makes you um, <laughs> makes nations come with you and that is why the west will always be interested in what goes on in nigeria for example yes. because nigeria may like if nigeria is not producing definitely it will affect opex uh, opex outputs yes. and so as part of opex um, framework yeah we saw nigeria, what happened in 2008 when there exactly, was issues in yeah, the Niger delta 
Yeah. Exactly. And that's why yeah. the, the American government had to like call Yadua and to tell him to negotiate with the and to, and to negotiate with the Nigerian militants. Yeah. And that was why he did the amnesty program. Amnesty. Because at that time, Nigeria was pumping less than 1.5 million barrels yeah. of oil a day. And so, and America needed that supply. So, and that's why it's it's something that involved a lot of politics, a lot of diplomacy, mm-hmm. and in order for America to be competitive and also have the say, they'll always make sure that um, they're also bringing something to the table. And um, bringing something to the table in this context means that, or that, that they're, they're coming up with their own argument that, oh, guys, we're also pumping X barrel of oil a day. And so let us, let, let us negotiate based on what everybody is bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's what I see. Yeah. I think we have to bring this whole discussion to a close for now. And we're glad that you came onto our show today. And we hope to see more of you in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for your participation and it was really a good time with you, yeah. Mr. Femi and Mr. Femi. We got a lot of wisdom yeah. from your contribution. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much. I thanks for this. Thanks for this moment, and I really appreciate it. All right. Hope, hope to hear and hope to be part of the show. Yeah. Right. Next, Next week. Time. Yeah. We we'll see you again. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Have a good day. Yeah, cheers. I need to. Good night.